Welcome to the Brothers-in-Law of Destruction, Episode 4, State of the Cruiserweights. I am Larry, and across from me in this tiny, tiny desk is Mr. Tyler. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. That's good. Do- so, I'm sorry. I'm doing well. You're doing well. Okay. Is that going to be your your gimmick? You're, you're doing well? well I, it was just incorrect, you know. No. Oh, correct English. I get it. I, I get you. Uh, you know what I don't think is doing well, though? Uh, the Cruiserweights. I don't... Well, most of them, I don't think. I don't think just because your main storyline's doing good, I'm not going to say the whole, um, you know, the whole division's doing good and the right. cruiserweights. And I don't like it. I think I think in our conversations I've made it clear that I don't like where they're going. But uh, before I go on my rants and tangents, how, how do you feel about the cruiserweights? Let's just, let's just see what you think. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that, I mean, how many months in are we on 205 Live? Several. It was uh, when was uh, the cru- when was the cruiserweight classic over? Last summer. Last summer. So uh, it's, it's been a good while. Nine the, months yeah, the, at it's, least. Yeah, ish. it's been a decent amount of time. Well, enough time to establish mainstays and have a good couple feuds in. And I think there've been a total of five feuds maybe in the cruiserweight division. Yeah, I think um, I think overall you look at the top and the top. The top storyline, the top feud is working uh, overall, so you do have to give it credit there. And I think Neville is doing, still doing, you know, he's at the Neville level. He is. He is at the Neville level. Um, I think this is the best work he's done that I've seen him do in his career personally. And I'm, I like to consider myself a pretty big, a, a pretty big Neville fan. But this is, uh, this is this is the best I've seen him do. I would think. You know, and I think you know he's over. I think Austin Aries is over. I think the storyline's over. And their feud is, is going well. Um, so we don't even really have to talk about that because that is going well. Um, 205 Live, as as a, as a whole, just doesn't seem to be working out. It's not a priority for me to watch every single week. No. Um, I watched this week because I thought the, the street fight sounded interesting. But watched, uh, You watched Cedric Alexander uh, essentially murder a man's career. That, that guy, he's my favorite wrestler now. Um, the guy he beat. I don't even remember his name. Something Moon. Boon Moon. Boon Moon. Johnny? Boon. Johnny Moon. Johnny Mundo. Johnny Mundo, did. yeah. Uh, no, and I mean, this was like a, just a, like maybe a two and a half, three minute match. That just <laughs> was bad to watch. The, I, I don't mean it was a bad match. I just mean like I felt bad for that guy just getting just <laughs> the shit kicked out of him. He will be um, NXT tag team champion in three years. But God, I, I hope not. I think um, I, I really, just, really hope not. The 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 overall, I people aren't into it. I mean, let's just like let's stop. Back. I mean, they're not into it. The crowd is not into it. Uh, I mean, some you know if you have like a Neville out there, you're gonna get your cheers, your booze, whatever. But overall, I think it, it's kind of a flawed system. It's after SmackDown. SmackDown is endearing because it's only two hours. And then you have you just put a third hour in there, which is just not what people are wanting to see. At least I don't want to see it. I don't want to sit through two hours of SmackDown and then watch the hour of 205 Live and then talk Talking and smack. Sm- it's yeah. just... It's, so it's almost it's like the longest night of wrestling. It's almost... it's it, There's a lot of wrestling to take in on Tuesday nights, which is just... I don't, I don't like that it's after SmackDown because I feel like especially, you know, you would think the goal in SmackDown would be, you know, the main event would be really good so it would drain the crowd. Right. So then for a good portion of 205 Live, the crowd should, te- like, 
in theory, still be kind of worn out because of the SmackDown main event and just going through all the emotions of SmackDown. So they're already worn out, and then they got to sit through 205 Live, and there's a lot of times where I watch 205 Live and I think, why is this match happening? I don't like, do these do these guys not like each other? And then the next week, it's never mentioned again. I'm like, so that was just a random match, and yeah. that's not that, that's not what I want. Like, the 205 Live isn't, like, just a special event. It should be, it's a weekly show, there should be storylines, like, ma- matches should mean something. There should never be just a random match. It should be, you know congruent storylines and they don't they don't really have that or maybe they do and i'm just really really dumb and i just don't get it probably i mean that's so definitely i could see that we look at 205 live okay first off and 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 this is a real question is it necessary for 205 live to be a show no no i i don't think it's necessary i don't know why they I mean, they have enough time on Raw for... Absolutely, they for do. Okay. I, I don't understand why they did it. And it's not... If there was a lot of cruiserweights and they were all getting sh- like showtime, I'd get it. But they don't. They don't really showcase a lot of them. Or they don't showcase them well. I think I think the way I see it is... I, I guess I understand uh, the idea um, behind 205 Live. I understand the idea about putting these all these guys on a show where they can kind of um, showcase their talent. I think it was a flawed idea. I, I think that they were maybe hesitant about doing its own separate show because there's NXT. But then you look at the UK division, which we'll talk about later, and it looks like they're going to do their own show. And it seems like they're going to go about it maybe the right way. You know, you look at NXT, and NXT has its own small crowd that's super into it, and that's the entire that's the whole reason they're there is to watch NXT, to watch these guys. People go to SmackDown to watch SmackDown. They don't go to SmackDown to watch 205 Live. You go to Full Sail University to watch NXT. Whenever, and we don't know much still, I, at least I don't, about what this UK show is going to be. But people are going to be going to these. It's going to basically be, uh, it's basically going to be a, an indie, uh, UK indie show under the WWE umbrella. Yeah, that that's the way I understand it to be too. And, and it's going to be a success. I think. I, I think so, too, because I think, like you said, they're going about it the right way. They're going to stay in front of crowds that are really endearing to them and want to see them, and that's what, you know, like, that's their, that, that when they go to those shows, that'll be their purpose, is to go to see that one show, so they should technically know what's going on, they should be emotionally invested, and hopefully they'll have storylines, and, you know, they'll showcase people very well, and I just, I, I don't think 205 Live was necessary and i also think to a certain extent the uh, cruiserweight classic hurt the cruiserweight division because you saw all these amazing matches and you thought that's what that's all that's what the cruiserweight division is going to be it's just going to be amazing match after amazing match after amazing match and sadly that that's not what it is sadly so i think it's i think the cruiserweight classic while it was amazing did in a backhanded way kind of hurt the cruiserweight division for a while because People just had very lofty expectations of it, but uh, yeah, two or five live is not necessary. Um, what else? Alicia Fox isn't necessary in the cruiserweight division. I don't think. Um, <laughs> At least she's been showcased a little bit back she, in the women's division. She ha- she has been, and she's not doing like a bad job. And I didn't mean that to you know say she like was just that she was a bad performer or anything because she's not. But I just don't think. I think it's and funny. There's a lot of gimmicky stuff going on in the Cruiserweight division. It is, and I think that's what fans were excited about it originally because it wasn't going to be that. 
This is it, really good wrestling. Exactly. I mean, you look at someone like, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, crap all over this. But Go ahead like, and do it. Pull but, down your pants and take a poop right now. I am naked right now. Um, so someone like Noam Dar, you know, I'm not gonna profess. I, I think the guy's really cool. I'm not gonna profess to be a huge fan that I've watched all of his indie matches. Larry and I talked about in the last podcast how we're starting to watch more indie matches, and I do get excited when I see Noam Dar's on the card because I think, oh, cool, I get to see one of his matches. I, I can't help but to think if you're a huge Noam Dar mark that you're not at least a little disappointed in him just in this kind of goofy, ongoing, yeah, silly storyline. He, he doesn't do a lot. Alicia he really... Foxy. I, Foxy. That is... That is um, his his voice like is that. my favorite voice. I will say that. And his I like voice, how he tweets in his voice sometimes. He does. His voice is my favorite voice. And other than that, though, he doesn't do a whole lot. And also, I think, um, I think a lot of times they just their matches, at least on Two Hundred Five Live, don't go long enough to me. To really, it just feels like why are you holding them back? Yeah, um, I know... Get these guys over. Let them do their stuff. I heard, and it's like common knowledge now, I guess, that you know they have more restrictions on the main roster than they did when they were doing their Cruiserweight Classic. And my thought is, why? Why Why would you do that then? Like, Why not just take all their... Like you did, take all their restrictions off and say, whatever you did in the Cruiserweight Classic, you can do whatever you want to do, do it now. And then also, if you're going to do 205 Live, I don't think 205 Live should tour. I think 255 should have one main place. If you want to do it at full sale, you can do it at full sale. I don't really care. But then you can have one local crowd that really get behind it and say, yeah, this is like this is our show. This is what we go to. This is our thing. And then they can go to it, and it'll be just you know one crowd going to it a lot, so they'll be emotionally invested. And I, so if you're going to have 255, I don't think it should tour with the main roster. I think it should just be the cruiserweights in one location, and that's it. Or... We do the opposite. We don't have a 205 Live and just let them be on Raw. Yeah. And listen, I, at first, okay, at first I thought the whole purple, th- everything purple, all purple, everything um, was dumb, but I thought people complaining about it that much, I thought it's not that big of a deal. It is big deal. It is, it is seriously hindering it's, it's the biggest deal the credibility of the cruiser it's horrible why why are they doing that? it's almost as i don't if, get it at all it's almost I don't. as if vince mcmahon's like sure we'll have cruiserweights but we have to keep reminding people that these are small people these are the small guys fans want to see this stop doing this if you want to even keep them separate i think you should integrate it i think why not have tag matches why not have yeah. why not integrate them with roman and seth and have noam dar and seth team up or you know whatever even if you don't do that, we know it's the cruiserweight division. Just say this is a cruiserweight matchup. That's all you have to say. I don't mind that keep the purple title belt. I don't mind that the main collar is purple, but you don't have to have purple ropes. Like, yeah. Just get rid of them straight up. It's dumb. Also, here, stop having purple lights, a purple background. What aggravates me is so they, they do the purple everything, right? But then on 205 Live, the ring posts are still lit up blue for SmackDown. Yeah. So I'm like, what the hell? So is it purple, or is it not purple? Just, just don't, just don't do a collar. Just two of five live can be blue because that's what SmackDown was. Or no, if 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 you're gonna do two of five, two of five live, you can do purple there. That's fine because it's supposed to be its own show, so it has its own identity. Right, right. On Raw, you don't need purple ropes on yeah. Raw. Also, 
how pissed do you think that rank crew is when they're like every cruiserweight we've match? We've been to two rolls. We have been since the cruiserweight and for, they work very fast. And shout out to them for working that fast. And then the musical hit, and we get we get stressed out because we think they're still in the middle of setting this up, are. and this guy's walking down the ramp. They are still setting this up, but I mean it's. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't get why they do the things they do. I I feel like at this point you can't. I I feel like it'd be it would look really bad if they just said we're not doing two hundred five live anymore. But something has to change. Yeah. I I think that if I think maybe if you slowly start taking away now if they, if if, if Raw shows you know if if Raw opens up with a cruiserweight storyline and there's no purple people are instantly going to be like okay what's the deal but if you slowly start taking that away you slowly start integrating uh, the cruiserweight division with the heavyweight division whatever you want to call it the rest of the division you see a mingle you see a mix which you you've seen a time or two in the rumble with Jack Gallagher um, I'm sure there's been a time or two where they've kind of ran into each other, but if you just put those together and you make it, if you slowly start seaming these two worlds together and, and just, I don't know, you don't have, to, and you don't have to say, okay, the second hour of Raw is a cruiserweight hour. You don't have to do that, but you can, they just hammer it. Over and over. This is the cruiserweight. This is the cruiserweight. We know it's the cruiserweight division. But do you know that it's the cruiserweight division? No, I thought it was the heavyweight division. Um, not to go off the rails here, but I figured out what I did. Okay. I was telling Tyler before the show started that I messed with the mixer a little bit today, and I said I keep hearing this hiss, and it's really aggravating me. Fixed it. Figured out what I did. It's a snake in the yeah. Basement. I we had a snake in the basement, and thankfully. He's gone, yes. but... And I am too, because he just bit me. So yeah. Larry's going to carry it out. So, that's all we have for today. Now, um, so, to fix the Cruiserweight division, if you had complete control, what would your... You, you can you can implement four things to, to fix the Cruiserweight division. I'm putting you on the spot, because we didn't talk about this before. Okay. So, what are a couple things? Like, uh, you don't have to do four exactly, but just some things that you would do to fix the Cruiserweight division if you were in charge. Okay, um... I think the main thing, for sure, is to take away the purple ropes. It seems, you know, like, oh, what's that going to mean? What's that going to matter? It matters a lot. It does not. It, it's demeaning at this point. It, it is demeaning. It is. It's... So you take away the purple ropes. You stop with the. the you stop with the. Are we, are we dropping f bombs? We dropping. Let's just keep it clean. Okay. Let's fuck it. Let's not. <laughs> you drop the fucking purple lights because it's. Stupid! It's ridiculous, and it it people like people are distracted by that. People, it, it lets people know that this doesn't. This is something separate from Raw. The, Raw's long. Raw's three hours long. It's it's an investment. It is. It's so when people so see that fucking triathlon and they see is. even even as much as I am, even like when I watch it, like I we, like that street fight on Two Hundred Five Live. I would I thought the match was good, but even as as a good of a match I thought it it was. I was still so bummed out about the crowd not being into it. it like, it takes away uh, my enjoyment. I was, um, when I walked upstairs after watching it, because I watched it a little bit before Tyler, because he has a tryout to raise, and I don't. So I was telling him about it, and I told him, I said, the only thing I didn't like about it was the crowd. And it's not really knock on the crowd, because they just sat through a two-hour show with a pre-show to that show. Well, I think there's a, I think SmackDown's a superstars. So it's, yeah, in so. my mind, I'm like, I don't, I can't really knock on them for it because, you know, they've been there for a while. They're tired. Yeah. Like, it's hard, it's hard to just keep cheering. Like, 
when we went to WrestleMania, like, there were some matches where, like, I still watched it and I was so into it, but, like, emotionally and, like, vocally, like, vocally, I checked out. Yeah. I was like, I'm, like, I'm the, like, I, I need a break real quick. I need yeah. to take five. I need to just relax. And, like, I, so I can't really feel bad for him, especially, like, the, the middle matches in 205 Live. Just, yeah. Just drag on. And you're trying to, and, you're trying to showcase some of these guys and, or just kind of introduce them slowly. And, um, here's, if, if you were introducing them slowly, like, that's fine, but it's been nine months, they should be introduced by now. And true. there's still a lot of them where I think, I have no fucking clue who you are. Like, or I'll, I'll know their names, but I'm like, I don't know, like, what, like, not to sound dumb or anything, but like, I'm like, I don't know what you do, I don't know what your, what your gimmick is, I don't know, you know, if you're, there are a lot of times where someone will come out, and I will think, I'm like, I don't know if they're a heel or a face, well, and then when their opponent comes out, thankfully the most time I know what their opponent is, I'm like, okay, now I know what he technically should be, but there's a lot of times they come out, I'm like, I have no idea what this guy does, I don't, like, there's sometimes they come out, and I think to myself, I'm like, what the hell is their name? Like, I do a wrestling podcast. I know a lot about wrestling. I should know this MFer's name because he's in the WWE, and I don't. Yeah, I think well, what we've had as good as this um, whole Neville um, Austin Aries uh, program has been, the whole cruiserweight storyline's been it's been Austin Aries, Neville, and TJP. You know, you've had Jack, Jack Gallagher, Jack Gallagher mixed in with it, and his umbrella. But you've had. Um, You've had that same storyline. Like, how many times can TJP and uh, it's funny how we're kind of like trained by WWE. Like, to call them TJP. Like, yeah, anytime they do something, funny. like we call them superstars. I don't even think about it. I just call them superstars. Yeah. Like, we don't say. Well, Larry and I are not marks. We don't say belt, smarks, marks, whatever you want to call them. I still don't know the difference. I I don't know. So anyway, we're not. We're, they're titles. We're all assholes they're at this championships. point. Championships, but um. But we had the same matchups so often, so when you do see it, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. This guy is. It took yeah. me, like, two months to think, hold on, where the hell is Cedric Alexander? I didn't even know he was hurt Yeah, it's for a while. insane. Now, I will say, I think, in theory, what they were doing with uh, TJP and Jack Gallagher was good, because I feel like they were trying to just mix them in with the main storyline and, and get them more, you know more eyes on them and then they were going to branch them off but it's just it's fell flat I, I, it didn't work in I, theory good idea didn't work i uh, I, I don't mind i'm not saying i wasn't shitting on it i like the tjp heel turn i like that he's kind of douchey and like, oh yeah he needs to dab constantly just and, and being I like a constant Jack dab i think people like him i think his rest i think he's a great wrestler i think as far as that aspect's over it, it was good i'm not shitting on that i'm just saying that's become the entire that, that that's become the entire cruiserweight storyline. So on two or five live, when they do have to, like the whole when they, then when they do shift their focus to the you know Brian Kendrick, um, Akira Tozawa storyline, it, it's just it's flat because it's been such a focus on on yeah you know it's it's hard to 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 flip your switch in your mind to go to that. So to kind of go back to your original thing to your question, um, four I, things. Yes, um, I would definitely just I would take away the purple as much as possible. Um, you can still have it as your main focus, whatever, mm-hmm. and it's. I think it's important. But to take that away, integrate them a little bit. Um, I always like how SmackDown will open up differently every week. It yes. doesn't feel. It's a little bit different because we have a champion who's part time, so it's not like the yeah. champion's constantly opening up. Um, but open up with you know SmackDown takes chances at how they open their shows up. You know, I'm not saying have have the cruiser rates open up or any, even though I just said the phrase open up six times. You did. Um, 
but have them integrate. Ha- have them do a backstage backstage segment and have Cedric Alexander team with you know whoever. So what's um, what, what is your second thing you do? I missed it. I don't really. Uh, oh. Well, you didn't you didn't tell me this before, so I haven't pictured this in my head. I'd have to I'd have to get a piece of paper out. But um, I think I think mainly you just yeah yeah stop making it a sideshow and have it. I'm trying to think. Of I've said integrate a lot of. You have said integrate. I, you've had you've been talking and trying to think of points, and during that time I've thought of a couple. So um, while I'm doing it, you can think of more points too. That's okay. that's how we'll do this. You'll do two. I'll do two. You'll do two. I'll do two. Okay. Six points. I know. So, um, I would agree with Tyler. I would take away the purple ropes, um, just to go a different route. Instead of, uh, you know, integrating them as much, I would take them completely out of Raw and just do 205 Live, and I would do 205 Live in full sale or just somewhere, just one single location, and that's all I would do. And I would do one show a week, You, if you still want to put it on Tuesdays, you can, or I don't think they have anything going on on Thursdays, so maybe do it Thursday. I don't know, and I would just do that, so you can still do your purple ropes. And I feel like since it's just on the network, well, it's still just on the network. But I would also take the restrictions off of them in the ring. Is what I would do. I would say, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can be a little more outlandish now. Um, I would take away a lot of the more gimmicky things they're doing because I feel like that's. Especially when you see it on Raw, a lot of the times what you see is, you know, the Jack Gallagher umbrella and the TJP, uh, you know, dabbing all the time. So it seems very gimmicky a lot of times when you see it. So take away some of that. I would just have them just be on 205 Live. Um, And then I don't know what else I'd do. I I, I guess just more storylines, just longer storylines that made more sense maybe uh, bring in their history or like the lineage that they've had in past promotions and set up feuds that way and say you know these guys hated each other outside of here kind of like the same as in Kevin Owens thing not like where they were, where you have to have everyone best friends but just you know really incorporate they that best more friends. they were brothers they were brothers my bad um okay so I have two two points here more questions than anything Dose. What if instead of constantly WWE having to have nine shows, what if we, instead of having 205 after SmackDown, why not have it before SmackDown? Why not have it start at seven? And then just take away superstars? Take away superstars because, God, do we need two of those kind of shows? You're damn right. Superstars and main. Where's, uh, where's uh, the Golden Truth going to have their feud at? Uh, the main roster in Raw because that's going to be heating up. Um, so I think if you had it maybe at seven o'clock, if you have it before, people were excited. It, Eastern not, standard time. They're not drained. Um, Western. West. Ooh, that is a bold move, sir. I don't know what time that would be. I have no idea either. I'm horrible at time. Um, so I think do it, do it an hour before as opposed to after SmackDown. Um, and I, I agree. Keep them. <laughs> I was about to say something dumb. Have it before and after. Take them off for all and then have them before SmackDown and after. Don't like do that. It. But... If you're going to take, okay, they have to, it doesn't make sense that they're on Raw, and then they're also on the night yeah. that SmackDown's on. I don't, I don't like that. That's it a makes, lot of travel. It makes zero sense to so me. So, I think that you, you take them off Raw. At this point, I don't know what they would do 
at this point because anything they do, I feel like, looks bad almost. If they t- completely take them off Raw or they do yeah. away with 205 Live, it, I was, it um, sounds drastic and they're like admitting it's a failure. It does. I was really excited during the uh, Superstar shakeup because I think I told you, I said, I think it'd be really awesome if Neville got drafted to, you know, SmackDown. So then that's what, you know, so then since he went to SmackDown, the whole Cruiserweight division went to SmackDown. They had two opportunities with that. They did. And they didn't do it. They didn't pull the trigger. They had the, when Brian Kendrick was champion versus Kalisto. Yes. And everyone's like, oh, this is obvious. And then Brian Kendrick wins, and it's like, okay. And then the Superstar Shake-Up are like, okay, here's another golden opportunity, and they don't do it. And I'm like, wow, they're really, Mm -hmm. they're really putting their money on this. They are. And it's not, I don't think it's working on it all. Because I think that's, I, I think there, there's normally two cruiserweight matches on Raw. I feel like there's yeah. one where they just have, you know, the, the main event. The, they stuff. have, they have the main event, which is over stuff. Which that, I, oh, oh, that is the stuff they're doing there. I think is really good. I really, in, I thoroughly enjoy the things that uh, they're doing. Neville and Austin Aries and TJP and uh, Jack Gallagher. But they normally have a different match with like Tony Nese and you know like Graham Metalik or just people you know like that. Yeah. And that match is, is almost like a pee break match. Yeah. Or it's like just, you know, like that's where people just, you know, at least in, in the venue that like what I've seen when I went to shows that that's when people, you know, check out and go use the bathroom and Which go. It's not necessarily a terrible thing. You're going to have, you, no, have, you, have, you to have, have to for three hours. You have to have ups and downs. You, you got to, you got to pick a match to but do it. But if you want to put away, if you want to put over a whole division, that's, it looks bad. It does. So, so Larry and I are talking about this, not as something that needs to happen next week because this is all hypothetical. I think we're both in agreement that anything they do that bold would look panicky. Yeah, it would. You but, can't you can't just make knee-jerk reactions. So everything we're talking about, if they just do over time a little bit. Yeah, just slowly integrate these things in. Do you like the idea of it being before SmackDown? Yeah, I, I think before SmackDown would be, would be okay. I don't think they're ever going to get rid of superstars, though. So I think that's just where they put, you know... The people who are on SmackDown and, like, for main events, like, that's where they put people on Raw who don't really get showtime on the main roster. They just not have so many people on the roster. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about that. We did that's get a whole other discussion. We did get to see Curtis Axel fall. That on was real funny. The Raw, the Raw we went to, yeah, it was main event. Curtis Axel uh, was wrestling Titus O'Neil. And it was really funny because I don't think the crowd knew who was the heel and who was the face. And I don't think the wrestlers did either because they reacted differently throughout the whole match. <laughs> And it was just real funny because I remember Titus O'Neil got cheered when he came out, and then he was out and he started getting booed, and then he hit a couple moves and he started getting cheered again. And I'm like, you people need to make up your damn mind. Don't watch. I was eating my nachos, so I wasn't even really caring at that point. That was my break match, which was the first match of the <laughs> night. So it was a horrible time to plan it. Um, so I think that's quite a lot with the cruiser rates. I think we kind of got our our points across there. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, lots of talk a lot of about us went for rates. 40 minutes about this. Yeah. No, we wanted to succeed. It's exciting. I like the guys on the cruiserweights. I love the oh, I love I, the tournament. I love their matches. That I they love have. their matches. I I wanted to succeed. I like wrestling. I wanted to succeed. As it is right now, if we keep going this route, it's just not succeeding. No, it's not. It's uh it's falling flat at every turn, I feel like right now. I mean this the I, this is the last thing I'll say about the cruiserweights, unless you have another point. This this whole like Akira Tozawa I had to say his full name or I forget it. <laughs> This whole Akira Tozawa, Brian Kendrick feud has been going on a while. I'm not really quite sure about Larry's name. Um, it's been going on a while. Yes. And, and it 
ended in a street fight, which should only happen. It should happen very rarely. Should have either a long feud or people hate each other so much. I'm not saying that their feud didn't deserve that, but the crowd just didn't like. They were okay, but anytime you put the table, you know, get tables out, people are gonna cheer. But overall, they weren't that into it, and it was a good match. It was it really, if you think about it, this whole feud has been. It's had a basis behind it. The yeah, whole idea. I've I've enjoyed the feud, but I don't think I don't think everyone's bought into it and liked it. You mean the idea, the basis behind it? I like the whole like Brian Kendrick being so arrogant that he's going to teach this guy a lesson. And yes. Also, like and how he keeps calling him, keeps calling him kid. Yeah. Like, did the whole thing is calling him kid. I'm like, I think he's about the same age as you. And so I think I, y'all are real close in age. The way they set this up, you there they're actually have been able to have several matches. They've been able to extend the feud. This should have been a big blow-off. People have been so excited. Oh, man, these guys can't even do a wrestling match. They have to do a street fight because they can't stand each other. And the, the the match was good. The crowd was just blah. That has to be frustrating for those guys. It it does, especially to, you know, it's, it's, there's been, nothing's been wrong with the feud. I've liked it. They've had good matches. It's all made sense, and it just boiled off. I was telling Ty, and I mentioned this earlier, but... And that match, the crowd was just dead. And there was a lot of spots where I was like, oh, my God. That, that's... Last, that table spot at the end of the match was really good. That got... was. That was a, a lot that of was an amazing spot. And the crowd just chanted, which we're going to get into uh, one podcast we're going to do. It's just on crowds. But they started chanting ECW, and I was like, why are you doing that? And I was like, you, that, that's not necessary. You know, that should be our next podcast, all about crowds. It should be. Our next um, – our plan is to do – our main podcast, which is about an hour long, and then do shorter ones that are about thirty minutes. On how, just, how are we on time right now, though? Is that on just? <laughs> this is gonna be an hour. Oh, we're really on time right now. Okay. On just a one subject and go in depth and talk about it. So if that's an idea you guys like, you know, comment on our SoundCloud and tell us if you like it. If you don't, just don't comment. Yeah, we don't want to. If it's negative, we don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want any. I was over here making rookie mistakes, keeping his sound on. I have a kid up there. Boy, she cries loud. You'll hear. It's horrible. Uh, let me just turn the volume off. Hold, <laughs> yeah. on, just, hold on just a moment. Here. You can keep your volume on. No. God forbid. God for freaking bid. Hope you don't wake up. Um. Because, no, I mean, I do hope you wake up at like 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> but just not at 10, 57 p.m. So, uh, Spiel on the Cruiserweights, um. I think to sum it up for both of us, we really hope it succeeds. We really want to see everyone in the Cruiserweight division do good. But throughout their going now, we just don't see it um, working or picking up steam anytime soon. It has to be frustrating for someone like Brian Kendrick, who everyone claims to love, but then the crowds are dead. You know? And it's just not fair. It's not. So that is all the time we have for this discussion on the state of the Cruiserweights. But some quick housekeeping notes. We are working on getting artwork for our... Um, podcasts and uh, we are going to be on iTunes or attempting to get on iTunes so make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and on Instagram at Brothers in Law of Destruction to stay up to date with all of our news there and uh, that is all we have for this week. So to our listeners, sashay away.